I'm Kinsey Mackis, your host and founder of The Category Queen. Welcome to the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who don't just want to dominate their niche, but they desire to play in their own league. My mission is to help you unlock the power of your unique brilliance and use it as a vehicle to gain recognition, reach more people, and make more money. Not too long ago, I took a bold leap, leaving behind a six-figure corporate salary with nothing more than a used MacBook and a burning desire for more freedom. Today, our brand has become globally recognized, helping thousands of female founders to become industry-leading experts. Join us each week as we go on a journey together to discuss mindset, marketing, and money, and more importantly, the real-life discussions about balancing success with motherhood and marriage. Because we're a community of women who build and scale impact-driven businesses, but do it without sacrificing the things that matter most to us. Welcome to the Category Queen Show. Hello, my beautiful friends. I hope you are having an amazing day. I just came off the tail end of my 37th birthday. I cannot believe I'm even saying 37. That is just crazy. I am like officially in the quote unquote late 30s, which is weird. But I actually really have had the most amazing week and really the most amazing last few months really I feel like it was really just setting me up for this new chapter I literally feel like as I turned the corner on that 36th year and walked into my 37th year it really does feel like a turning of the page into a new chapter And I was actually writing about this in a piece of content because I was trying to just express how I was feeling and it was taking me some time, but I was really just sitting in this interesting, fascinating sense of gratitude and joy and calm and peace and a newfound sense of self, uh, a new uh, opening of possibilities and desires and It was just really cool. I had the best day and it was also just a true reflection of how I'm feeling in my life. And it was just amazing. I think aging has been one of my favorite experiences because of the wisdom that I have accumulated, but also I feel like I'm just getting started. You know, I hear people say that 40s is actually like their prime and I can, I get it now. I feel like, you know, 37 used to, it does still kind of sound old, but you know, as a kid, you think, man, that sounds so old and and here I am and I'm like, man, I'm just getting started. So anyway, it was so amazing. I got so many uh, incredible messages and emails and calls and my team put together the most amazing video with some very special people in my life and I caught that at the end of the day and just sobbed I just cried so hard and I spent a lot of the day with my husband and then you know we went out together to dinner as a family and it was really just so special I wrote everything down in my journal because I don't want to forget it but again I it was such a strong symbol of where I'm at in my life, just really feeling so comfortable in my own skin. I know that, you know, as someone that 
I didn't used to feel that way. I was very unsure of who I was. I was I had very low self-confidence and it felt like I didn't really have a purpose. You know, that was five to six short years ago. And it's a completely different story today. So all that to say, I'm excited for what this year is going to bring. And I am just feeling my heart, like it literally expanded in size that night. I went to bed the night of my birthday and feeling like I couldn't even handle handle the happiness just like flooding through my body but let's dive into today's topic we are continuing on in our becoming a category of one series which has been really fun we've been getting a lot of great notes from some of you about how amazing this series has been so far if you are just joining us no worries you can go back to the previous episodes after this yes they are building on top of each other but they really do you will gain so much just by listening even if you haven't listened to the episode before and what we're really focused on today is elevating your message so we talked a lot in the previous episode about really thinking like a thought leader right if you think about becoming known in your industry becoming the go-to creating that category of one it's all about how you think and it's no irony that the thought leader, the title or the identity of a thought leader includes thoughts, right? You have to learn how to elevate how you think. And this is not going to just serve you in business. It's going to serve you in your life. We talked a lot about what that looks like and how we really shift the identity and the being. And then the very first episode, I really just discussed the importance of carving out your own space in the industry, what it means to have a category of one, gave some really good examples there. And started to get you to play with this idea of like we're not really here to dominate but rather play in our own league because when you're playing in your own league you don't have to worry about what everybody else is doing you're not competing on price or you're not competing on who's louder or who's better you're just competing against yourself and that is the most amazing feeling as someone who again you might feel like there are a sea of coaches that you're competing with and it's like I feel feel like I'm unique and yet I have a harder time translating that or it doesn't feel like I'm getting that notoriety or that traction or that revenue that's reflective of that. So there's a lot of gold there but today I want to talk about elevating your message and I think really the other words that come to mind in this piece is rising above the noise and really elevating yourself to become a match for premium clients. Now, what does this mean and how do we do this? Well, first of all, I think of your quote unquote message as that combination of really who you are, your unique niche, right? In the category queen school, we call it the category niche. So it's a blend of who you help, what you do, and how you help people. And so your message is really like what you're putting out into the market, right? Through your content, through your live trainings, through your emails or whatever. It's really how you are going to, um, that vehicle really of transformation in either getting somebody to know you, like you, or trust you enough to hire you. And so it's what we want to think about is how do we elevate ourselves in the market so we do get seen, so we do stand out above the noise, so that we do attract those higher level clients. And it's really, really simple. I want to offer you a three-pronged approach. We actually go deeper into this in the Category Queen School, but I'll highlight it here. And it's first of all, we have to identify who your best match 
premium client is, okay? A lot of you are just kind of identifying your quote-unquote ideal client and kind of generally speaking to a target market. In today's landscape, that's not good enough and it's also stripping you of your unique brilliance. It's really important to identify who your best match client is for your best match brilliance, okay? And so an example of this is to use really the top 1% of your market idea. I'll actually link that up. I've, I've done an episode on this. It's one of our most favorite episodes or most downloaded episodes. But I give this visual of like a pyramid, right? And the bottom of the pyramid, the base of the pyramid is the broad market. And then as you go up that ladder or up that uh, pyramid, the scope gets more narrow. So the problem becomes more sophisticated and the type of person that's having those problems is more sophisticated. So an example that I will use a lot is someone that has you know, leadership experience, business experience, they just came out of corporate and they're transitioning their expertise from a corporate executive to helping uh, other business owners, okay? Naturally, it's so interesting, and you guys might see this in yourselves, but when people come to the market or when they transition into like their own business, they transition from, you know, to or transition from a full-time job and want to monetize their expertise and come in as a coach or consultant, it's really, really common and normal to come in as like a beginner and really not include the whole history of your experience within sort of that positioning of your business. And so what happens is we actually meet people in or we start to position or, or use messaging to fit that broader level or that broader piece of that pyramid. So we think about this woman who has all this experience in corporate. She wants to monetize her expertise so she can go out on her own. So she starts coaching, right? What I see is she'll start coaching beginning people or people that don't even have an idea yet or people that have idea and want to just get monetized versus if you go up that ladder of expertise problems, right? Growing a business versus a seven-figure business scaling with a team, right? That's where her expertise is best matched because she has all this experience within corporate executive. She also, we're assuming that she loves doing those things, right? Team, culture, systems. So why would we go to the masses, right? To think that we can help everybody when we really need to start with that top 1%. This is especially if you are trying to grow to a couple, multiple six figures faster, Right, we want to stop at the start at the top one percent, and you can always work your way down if it makes sense regarding your business model in the future. If you want to add more offers, right, or you want to serve a broader audience, that's fine. But it is not going to be beneficial to try to start with the masses or start at the bottom level of the pyramid, where it's kind of a broad problem and it can fit the mold for a lot of different people, but they're likely not going to be a good match for you. They're not going to pay premium dollar and they're not going to be the people that are going to grow you to multiple six figures, right? You can't price. There's no need for you guys to come in with a low price and serve or solve a really high-level problem. So when it comes to identifying your premium client for your particular brilliance, it's really important that you stay in your highest level of brilliance. We have a lot of curriculum 
in uh, about this in regards to this in the category queen school because it's so important. I see it time and time again. When people transition out of their jobs, they just, it's like they wipe the slate clean and consider themselves a beginner. And so they start to meet beginners with beginners, if you will. And uh, they they end up, you know, lowering their prices, cutting their prices in half, trying to meet the masses when we just really need to stay at that top 1%, okay? So that's the first step to elevating your message, elevating your offer by identifying your premium client. Now, secondly, we want to make sure to package, price, and position your offer in alignment to that premium client. So you have to understand that your offer is going to be the thing that drives everything else. It really is the epicenter of your marketing, of your content, of your messaging. And so this is why we can't talk about elevating your message without talking about elevating your offer because in theory, really, it starts by elevating your offer, okay? Because the message, your message is a is a, a component of your offer, how you communicate your offer. And so we have to make sure that we package price and position that in alignment to the person that is going to be a best match for your brilliance, okay? So don't come to the market and uh, offer to hot, like, offer to help that top 1% of your audience with just really crappy pricing, right? Don't say to somebody that you can help them grow to seven figures with a high-performing team for $500. <laughs> and I know there's so much here to unpack because there is so much drama around pricing, okay? But also, if you think about it, what I don't want you to do is way too much on the price, so when you think about pricing, a lot of people will look at it from a cost perspective versus a value perspective. So cost is something like what Walmart does, where they literally lead with their cost strategy for marketing. They will say things like, you know, best price, cutting prices, cutting, what is it, like the, they have that whole saying around uh, cutbacks or I don't even know. Their whole marketing strategy is around best price. You are not competing on price. For one, you're a category of one. But for two, when you compete on price, you get negotiators, you get shoppers. We're competing on value. And your value, the value, not your value, your value is prices, but the value through your offer, through your expertise that you can provide other people is what you want to really, really lean on, okay? So it's not about will somebody pay for uh, pay a certain price for this particular thing, but rather would you want to do X, Y, Z in order to A, B, C, okay? The value is the transformation you pr- provide. The value is the ripple effect that solving this particular problem is going to have in your potential client's life. The value is really saving them time, money, energy, So instead of thinking about your price as a linear cost, what I want you to do is think about your price as a value. And I want you to think of all the ways that you are going to create value for your potential client by helping them solve the problems that you're going to help them solve. And when you do that, that becomes your marketing strategy. 
And I know that might sound kind of funky, but you've literally, after you've done that, you have that future state and you also have the current state. And when we can tie where they're at now and help them see where we want to take them, that is such powerful messaging. But you have to get clear on the value first, not just the quote-unquote cost that you're going to charge somebody. And then packaging is really about how we strategically put all the elements of your offer into one element so people see more value in that offer, right? This would be like, instead of saying like, you're going to get, you know, 12 weekly coaching sessions, we want to package that up and make sure that they see that it's not about meeting every week, you know, for one-to-one coaching sessions. It's about what you're doing during those coaching sessions, right? So we're meeting weekly to uh, ensure that you're getting the support you need to move the dial here in order to XYZ, right? So it's not about the features of your offer. It's about the benefits, which also ties into the value. Most people do not know how to talk about their offer in a way that's compelling. And so when they write about it, right, or talk about it or, or share it on a sales call, it falls flat. But when you look at these three different elements, package, price, and position, and you start to think about the benefits and the value to your potential client, you will literally be able to sell anything. And again, we align that to your premium client. We want to make sure there's a connection between what your premium client wants, what their, their problem is, and how your offer is going to solve that. That alone is going to completely elevate your offer, completely elevate your message because you're so clear in the value that you bring to the table and you're so clear on how your expertise is going to solve these problems and the results that it provides. And then lastly, in regards to the three-pronged approach, we need to be able to communicate effectively. We need to be able to communicate the value of the offer effectively in a compelling way. That is literally your messaging, right? That goes into your content. We're going to talk about in the next episode more detail around your content. But when you think about all these elements, hitting your premium client, packaging your offer, pricing your offer, positioning your offer in alignment to that premium client, and then being able to communicate it in an effective way, this is all elevating. This is elevating yourself because you. we already talked about elevating your identity. We need to elevate your self-concept. Now what we're doing is we're helping see others how we can elevate their life, how we can elevate their business, right? Through our expertise, through our offerings. So take a look at those three elements, your premium client, the package price position of your offer, and then how you're communicating the offer itself. If you are not getting conversions, right, or whether it's through sales calls or through content, it's likely that there's a disconnect between your offer and how you're speaking about it. And typically, if we can unpack that a little bit further, it's because we're lacking one of those elements, whether it's for a premium client or it's packaging, pricing, and positioning. Okay, so remember, we want to solve for the highest level problem that you can solve for. We want to match that to a premium client, right? Understand who that best match client is for that highest level problem. And then we're going to align our offer in that way. Do not shrink. Do not play small in this regard. When it comes to becoming a category one, it's the people that are convicted, They are fully convicted in who they can help and how they can help them. 
And even if you're not feeling confident all the way in this, you have to sell yourself on this idea every single day because there's an energy there that even though people are not side by side with you, right, there's an energy that is transferred within the words that you write and how they read them. And people will magnetically be drawn to you if you're elevating yourself in this way. But again, it starts with you elevating your own self-concept and then really elevating your message from that space. So then we move into really what we think about when we start to get known for this thing, okay? And when you are consistently sharing your offer and you're elevating that message and you're talking about the value you can bring and you're demonstrating how you can help people solve those problems, right? There's a consistency that starts to kick in and then there's a recall and you're going to start to get known for these things. And this is where the power happens, right? Because truly you do not need a lot. I was literally in, I think I already shared this, but I'll repeat it again. I was in my first year as a coach. I hadn't even hit six figures yet. And I was getting people reaching out to me about media publications because I was so consistent in my messaging. I was so consistent in my offer delivery, in my offer messaging, and really getting known for something. And that's what I want you to think about is like as you start to weave this messaging in and out of your content and you're consistently showing up in that elevated state, both in your self-concept and how you help people and who you help, right? That there's synergy there. And it's, I cannot, it's really a woo thing, but opportunities start to show up out of nowhere, But it has to start with you seeing yourself differently and then really believing that you can help other people do this thing and making sure you are not wasting your brilliance. You're operating at that highest level and you're consistently communicating to your audience in that way. This is so impactful. I could talk about this all day long, but this alone, just starting to carve out what this might look like for you will give you such a competitive edge. So just to recap, a couple things that I want you to do is A, I want you to draw out a pyramid and I want you to have four, let's do three tiers. And the bottom tier is broad problem, broad solution. The middle tier is less broad, less less broad problem, less broad solution. And the top is very specific, sophisticated problem very specific sophisticated solution and I want you to identify where you're at now in relation to the problem you're helping solve or what you think you're communicating and then I want to challenge you to go up two notches or up several notches right wherever you are on that ladder but if you can't identify it it means that your message is obviously lacking the problem right which is the core fundamental thing of messaging and marketing and selling is we have to sell a problem we have to sell a solution to a problem and so that might even be a good step for you if you're having a hard time defining that is defining the problem that you solve but placing that on that pyramid and then challenging yourself to go up a couple rungs okay and then really think about it who is the best match client for this person is it the person that I'm thinking of when I write content now Or is it somebody different? If so, who is this person? And really realign to that type of person. And then in regards to packaging, positioning, and pricing, I want you to just do a self-audit on yourself. Am I priced accurately? 
to that highest level problem, highest level premium client? Does that feel good? Is my package, meaning am I bringing all the elements of my offer together and strategically combining them to create one amazing offer? And then the positioning, am I communicating it effectively? through my messaging, through my content that makes my offer compelling, that shows people that I can help them and I have a unique way of doing it, okay? So that would be a really amazing piece for you to really just uh, do some brainstorming around, write it out on a notebook, and just challenge yourself here. If it's hard, then that's a good sign. That means that it's time for you to elevate and it's time for you to start thinking differently, And if everything's working for you, if you're hitting all your goals and you can disregard everything that I said, but if it's not, it's time to try something different. It's time to think outside of the box. It's time to really expand your own self-concept and expand, right, how you want to be perceived online. Really elevate that. Elevate that all around. So I hope this was really helpful for you. In the next episode, we're going to go deeper into the content itself, but the content won't work if this isn't solidified. So take some time to unpack some of the elements that we included here. And if you need additional help on this, don't forget you can always join us inside of the Category Queen School. We have a very sequential way of walking you through our unique framework for getting known, getting clients, and accelerating your revenue. And we really unpack and dissect these elements here, but do it in a way so that you can strategically build on top of that and start earning, earning more money, helping more people while you start to build up. So we'll include the link in those show notes, but I hope you have such an amazing afternoon and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, if you're ready to stand out online and get paying clients consistently without having to fumble your way through tech, run ads, or create complicated funnels, I want to invite you to join us in the Category Queen School where you're going to learn my simple, proven formula for getting clients online. It's risk-free. You either make your money back or we'll give you a refund. Just head over to kinseymacus.com forward slash the CQ school and join today to get instant access. We'll see you inside.